Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Monday, September the 14th, 2020. So today we're going to read out of Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 is one of my favorite uh, chapters in the Bible. I think it's a chapter that we could try to read throughout our life and never kind of come to the end of learning there. So... Luke chapter 15, I'm going to start in verse 11. This is, it's called the parable of the lost son because that kind of goes with the lost sheep and the lost coin. But I would love to call this the parable of the loving father. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, His father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him, But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. You never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, You are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Man, what a great story. And uh, today in our morning meditation, we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to 
come home or to feel that you are at home. And in this story, one of the things I see is that both of the sons at some point don't feel like a son of the father. Uh, the younger son does not feel like the father's son because he has messed up big time. He's lost everything he had. He took all the money that his dad gave him and wasted it. And his life has just been shipwrecked. And he's there and he's wanting to eat pig slop. And he realizes, hey, even my father's servants are doing better than this. And so he has this plan where he'll come back as a servant. But the father won't have anything of it because he is a son. He's never stopped being a son. Uh, he is a son of his father. And so when he gets a long way off, which means his father's been looking for him probably every day, um, the father runs up and gives him the symbols of the family, the robe and the ring, and puts sandals on his feet and throws a huge celebration. The older son, likewise, though, he's been home the whole time, but he hasn't really been at home. He's, he's felt like a servant. He says, I've been slaving away for you. So even he doesn't feel like a son, and he's just been doing a lot of things out of obligation. There are a lot of people in churches who do a lot of things out of obligation, and, and what the father says to this son is, you are a son as well. And you never stopped being a son, um, but come and celebrate with us, with your brother. Um, and so all of us, we may, we may resonate more with one of those sons or the other. Some of us may have gone out and said, we're going to do it our way, and then found ourselves in some situations where we realized we, we had lost our way, and God graciously reaches out to us. Uh, I think all of us can relate to the younger son. At some point, all of us, even if we haven't, um, you know, gotten to the point where we're eating pig slop, we have had these attitudes and these, uh, this hatred and bitterness and uh, rage and malice and all the things that Scripture talks about, and we've all kind of shipwrecked our life. But some of us may relate more to the older son who tried to do everything right, you know, out of obligation, but never really felt like a son either. And the father's invitation to that son is you are also a son come in and celebrate come join us in the house stop being a servant or feeling like you're a servant and be my son and so henry now and today talks a little bit about this idea of being at home i've been meditating on the story of the prodigal son the one we just read it's a story about returning I realize the importance of returning over and over again. My life drifts away from God. I have to return. My heart moves away from his, my first love. I have to return. My mind wanders to strange images. I have to return. Returning is a lifelong struggle. I am moved by the fact that the Father didn't require any higher motivation. His love was so total and unconditional that he simply welcomed his son, and I would add both sons, home. Uh, today, I want to say this. This is one of my favorite sayings as of late. You can always come home. There is no place that you can find yourself where you're not able to come home. And whether it's that you feel like your, your life has kind of become this mess and you feel like you've kind of lost control of things and, and don't even know how to get back, it's, it's just that turn towards God. You can come home. Or if you feel like the older son who's maybe tried to live the way that people said you were supposed to live and be a Christian, but you still just feel very far from God. And, and Henry now mentions in his, his little uh, devotion that even when we are those who are children of God, we sometimes wander 
We sometimes uh, drift and we have to return and we have to continually return. And this practice of, of morning meditations, this practice of devotions, this practice of silence and prayer is really just a daily returning. Because we know in the midst of our days, sometimes we wander, sometimes our, our passions carry us away to places maybe where we, we might not have sinned, but we haven't lived the best life that we might have been called to live. And so we're continually returning. But I want to remind you today, whoever you are, wherever you're at, you can always come home. That God is this loving Father. That's why I want the parable to be called the parable of the loving Father. God is like a loving Father who is always seeking you out. This story follows a story of a lost sheep and a lost coin where God is shown to be going out and finding lost things. And the truth is God is always seeking us out. The question is, uh, will we choose to be a son and a daughter of God? And will we turn to God and realize that when we turn, we don't have to be servants or slaves of God, if you will. We are children. And the scripture says, joint heirs with Christ. That God loves us even in the midst of the best uh, days and the worst days. And that we can always turn to him. And this practice of morning devotions or daily kind of reading and prayer is just a continual turning back to God. And I hope you will turn towards God today, wherever you may be and wherever you may find yourself on this Monday morning. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.